and welcome to episode 410 of Awards Daily's Water Cooler Podcast. My name is Clarence Moy, and I am joined by the other two M's. So M's, let's go around the cooler and tell the listeners who you are and where they can find you on the internet. Megan, we'll start with you. Hi, I'm Megan McLaughlin. You can find me on Twitter at HeyDudeMeg. Joey? Hi, I'm Joey Moser. You can find me on Twitter at <laughs> 83. You sound so tired. Uh, I also, I'm not going to say special guest anymore because I think you've matriculated or or graduated from the special guest stage. Uh, But I also won't force you to give your Twitter handle. Jalal Haddad, welcome to uh, join us this week. You can find me at Jalal Haddad at (laughs) hotmail.com. What's your AOL handle? Okay, I have a side story about that. Okay, as you guys know, I have to do deal memos all day for actors. And for one of our comedy projects where we book 300 actors a season, a good 30% of actors still use AOL. And I am flabbergasted every day. I use Hotmail still. I still have my Hotmail account. But I didn't know AOL was still up and running. Yeah, I actually, well, I think aren't some AOLs like because of. Like, they make you do it for, like, Apple or something. Well, Apple's Apple? just Apple, isn't it? Yeah, it's... it's. I don't know. iCloud.com oh. or... Or something makes you do it. Something makes you... Because I know I have one for some reason. I don't know. Oh, that, make, that makes more sense than I come. Hmm. Well, I learned something new every day. I had no idea that AOL.com was still an email address that was used. But congratulations, people. <laughs> Next thing, let's go back to MySpace. Um... So this week, Jalal is joining us to start the Emmy conversation. And you may say, what? Emmys? Well, even though we're in the middle of the Oscar season, um, the Emmy season is kicking live. People are starting to make their predictions. Uh, we had one of our friends make some some interesting choices, early choices. Those early choices are the most fun. Um, but uh, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to go through comedy, drama, and limited series. We're just going to do those three main categories and kind of talk about what has come out, what is taking up those main slots, and then you know what have the guilds done so far. We're kind of halfway through winter guild season and award season there. Um, and then we're going to look forward a little bit and talk about what are some of the major things that are coming up that will take those remainder slots. We're only going to focus on the series. A future podcast will... Um, We'll uh, definitely dive into these categories a little bit deeper, but right now we just we're just going to talk about what series are out there. So, um, and then of course we'll wrap with the podcast. Excuse me, we'll close our podcast as always with a flash forward to the media we're most anticipating in the upcoming week. Sorry, that was a mouthful. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah. All right. I hope you all are doing well. So let's start with. Um, I don't know. Let's let's let uh, Jalal pick. Uh, Jalal, where should we start? TV movie. <laughs> uh, is there a sequel to uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers in in contention this year? <laughs> no, there's Hocus Pocus two and Disenchant. <laughs> oh, not to get witchy. <laughs> um, I don't really want to talk about TV movie at all. I want to pretend it was retired, but I just w- would like to point out that in the Gold Derby predictions, one thing that they have eligible, and I would die if it actually is eligible, is Shotgun Wedding. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about Your Place or Mine? It would be. Awesome. Yeah. That's in there too, I think. Really? Um, and uh, I just got a screener today 
for uh, the Boston Strangler movie, which stars oh, Kira Knightley. Oh, oh. it's a bad. Um, and uh, <laughs> Carrie Coon. Which I'm sorry, Joey. Every time you say that, you sound like Smithers. Like I want it. I want it. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I want it. I want it. <laughs> Sorry, Clarence. Continue. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, so we, should we start with limited series? Sure. Okay. It's the roughest one. <laughs> well, it's good to get it out of the way. Well, ever since um, the Television Academy basically came out last week and said, no White Lotus, you cannot be a limited series this week, this year. Um, because Jennifer Coolidge carried over. Watch it come back. If they don't care, uh, reintroduce any characters, watch it go back to the limited series category in a future season. That that uh, is it. Thailand season that they're doing. Is that what the, where the third it's one Tokyo. is? Yeah, it's where. I think it's Thailand. And, oh, and is Thailand? Johnny Knoxville going to be in it? Is that the yeah. rumor? I don't know. I haven't heard that. <laughs> is this what joins the cast of Women Talking and um, Jack um, Jackass together? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in bet, yeah, in bet Medler, we've had a lot of things premiere that have gotten some attention, um, particularly things like Dahmer, obviously, um, as, uh, Dahmer was, is an interesting case. Uh, and I want to see if you guys think that this is definitely within the final five, but it, it kind of just dropped out of nowhere. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it's in all these guilds. It's one of the most watched things on Netflix ever. People loved it. I mean, they really started talking about it and I, I don't think you can ignore it, even though it's, you know, it's critically mixed reaction. Um, what do you guys think? I agree. I definitely think it's, it's probably at the top right now. One of the ones that even though it's, it dropped at a weird time, but I think it's memorable and um you know it's it's showing at the golden globes i think was helpful too yeah. and the critics choice i think it'll be hard to beat and i think there's only one thing they can beat at if it comes out in time Ooh, what is it are we should i say are we gonna are we waiting for the stuff that might come out or should we just say no go ahead i think the only thing that could beat it is if the season of true detective comes out in time Oh, and that is supposed to come out soon, isn't it? Yeah. Well, none of the other prediction sites, like Gold Derby and then our good friend Clayton, don't have it in their predictions. But HBO, when they released that, still said coming soon. So I have faith that Jodie Foster will save us. Yeah, I think I was hmm. thinking that too. <laughs> save us, Jodie Foster. Save us, Jodie Foster. You're our only hope. <laughs> and what's Let's his face? I forgot this, but what's his face is not attached to the season which i think is a good sign oh um, gary um, food Fu or nick no, pizzolato nick, yeah, okay. nick pizzolato okay. yeah they replaced him with barry jenkins so oh that's an upgrade yeah um, and it's joe it's jody versus it's, a serial killer i guess right i just watched silence of the lambs it was on hbo the other night and i was like i it's one of those movies that i have to stop and be like okay I'm not watching anything else. <laughs> yeah, such a brilliant film. Yeah, um, one of my favorites. I kind of maybe jumped the gun a little bit by going all the way to Dahmer. Um, we do have something that premiered way back last summer that I that a lot of people talked about initially, then it was quiet for a while, and then all of a sudden it came back. 
via performances, and it was Apple TV Plus's Blackbird. Is this just Yeah, a, I think... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think it's in contention. I totally think it's... Like, if we're looking at things right now, like, I would put that probably number two of what we've of what we've seen. Like, I'm looking at what Gold Derby is saying. Like, I don't think Welcome to Chippendales is going to... No. That, that's a fun show, but that's... I don't think that's something that that it's doing anything really new. Um, well, Chippendales is in like 15th place on Gold Derby. It's like what? In like 15th place. Right oh, now. really? I'm looking at like Clayton's and predictions and stuff. Um, well, we can't trust that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that one seems to be one that, that uh, the people liked more than we we've maybe thought it's something I need to catch up with. It's I don't understand why. Maybe you can explain. I haven't seen it. That's not like me shading it or anything, but it just feels like it came out of nowhere. And then there was this excitement, but I didn't hear anyone talking about why they love it so much. But I know you did, Joey. Yeah. Paul Walter Hauser, I think is amazing in that. I think, um, I think he's the perform. I was really excited to watch it because of, I really like Taron Edgerton. Um, and I, I feel like Paul Walter Hauser as good as Taron Edgerton is in it. I think he sort of blows everybody out of the water in that movie and, or in that show. And he's, I think something that I don't know if this is, (laughs) uh, maybe it is. I, something that I have said about it is like, it's short. It's like, it's, I think six episodes, five episodes. And it's, I think it's tightly directed. I think that's, you know, I, I think some shows like a Welcome to Chippendales, which I was generally very favorable on just because I like the people in it, I think. Um, I think that is an example of a story that is very drawn out where Blackbird is feels a lot more concise than some other things that we have in the last couple of years in this race, I think like, I even think that, I mean, I really love the dropout, but I think maybe even by comparison, the dropout seems long compared to something like Blackbird. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you look at at Dahmer, which is what, 10 episodes. I couldn't get through Dahmer. I need to start watching it again. Yeah. And that was one of, that was one of the barriers for me to finish it. I mean, I, I appreciate all of the performances, but it's, it's mm-hmm. those first couple of episodes are so dark. Um, and they're so, it, it, it just feels like it's going to be like, you're going to, those 10 hours are going to be a very long 10 hours because it's not like something that, you know, it's just light and airy and breezy and you just burn right through it. No, this is, this is going to be a long thing. <laughs> I don't know if, um, Amy voters actually watch everything, though. Mm-hmm. Like, right. we saw last... The, everything you just said about these long shows are the exact same complaints you guys had about um, Pam and Tommy. And I remember that. Um, just because I never watched Pam and Tommy, because you guys warned me. Um, <laughs> and... But somehow the Emmy voters didn't care that it was so drawn out, and there's mm-hmm. too much of it. Um, same thing with Inventiana. Why was that story so many episodes? Why was it made at all? Um but they went for it. So I don't think Monster having so many episodes hurts it at all. I don't think, well, I just don't think they care about something like Welcome to Chippendales at all. But like, I think 
maybe that will help Blackbird when it comes time to vote in in a couple months. But Great. what do we think of Fleischman is in trouble? Overrated. Oh, I loved it. I wish it was just those final two episodes. I mean, else. they are. It does take a while to get. I remember being like, "What's the point?" But, um, but I think you have to get through those early episodes for the payoff. But I mean, I think the performances. I don't know whether I see it as a limited series. I, I mean, like that would be nominated, even though I think it does a lot of interesting things. But, um. I definitely hope that Lizzie Kaplan and Claire Danes are in the conversation for, for acting. But yeah, I think those are the only two redeeming things about it. I think they're extraordinary. I mean, Claire Danes is always extraordinary, but like, I think I was on Clarence about this a couple months ago. I can't remember who I was talking to, but like, I thought the Lizzie Kaplan final episode wrecked me in which she does. Oh, so good. Yeah. I do think. Can I ask you guys, did you all watch it? Yes. Yes. I was a little confused because I kept seeing people say things online, like the reveal in that Claire Danes penultimate episode where you kind of like realize what's happened, what happened to her. And someone was like referring it to as like, as a big reveal. And I was like, wasn't that clear from the beginning? I, I don't know. I didn't totally know what was going on with her. I didn't think it was clear from the beginning. Did you think it was clear from the beginning? Yeah. Really? I don't, well, I don't believe that someone would leave their family like that except for a good reason and you could just see like the life she was living and i was like oh she's gonna burn out at some point like i i was just like there has to be like mental health issues going on so it just didn't shock me that like that's what happened to her i didn't think of her as a villain i know i read interviews where um the creator talked about making her the villain in the beginning and i was like i never thought of her as a villain there's I, only one villain. I thought of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was annoyed by him. I was like, oh my God, you've got to be take care of the kids and work. Gee. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to strangle him. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't help that he's totally miscast in this, too. But, yeah, he is. Um, George and Tammy kind of came and went. Um, she showed up in a couple of places for uh nominations but uh surprisingly he did not um and i i maybe she gets a nomination but i think i don't think this is a serious thing because i don't really think anybody's talking about it yeah i would agree they've really revved up their campaigning in the past couple of weeks though and there's been some really strong trailers like trailers that did not exist when it might have helped people watch it to begin with (laughs) um but like it's almost made me want to go back and watch it me too well, with um, Showtime merging with what is it? Uh, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus? Yeah. Yes. Merge. Yes. Well, they're 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 going to show Showtime stuff will show up on Paramount Plus. Maybe they're just hoping that people will go back and stream it because you know it's it's not a one and done thing anymore, right? Yeah. Um. I was hoping that five days at Memorial would show up somewhere in the guild season, but it has not. And it's very clearly not Apple's priority, which is a shame because it's a, it's a, it's a great, great limited series, but they're going to focus on black. And unfortunately, Apple has like four huge things coming out in the next five months that I think hurt any chance of it coming. Out. Yeah. Um, I think everything else is at least on our tracker. It's just generous place holders. Um, 
because there's it's just not like I would say at this point there's only really two. Dahmer's probably only your lock, your only lock, and Blackbird is a strong contender in the series race. But then everything else is kind of maybes. Yeah. What's that? What's that turn? Is that you don't mean the watchers like locked in? Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. that. Although uh, I actually want to say something about uh, Fleischman is in trouble. If they're gonna nominate inventing Anna and Pam and Tommy, they're not gonna give Fleischman is in trouble the time of day. Probably true. So, what are some big titles that are coming up? I know the White House Plumbers. Um, you know the uh, the obvious you know, one comes out in a couple of weeks, right? What's the obvious one? The one you're excited for, Megan Daisy Jones. Um, yes, that's really. Uh, I love that's a great segue. I have been um, binging that actually all week. Oh, and, you have screener. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I think uh, I think there's. I'm I'm gonna review it, but um, I don't know if it's. I don't. I I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I definitely think the performances are like I think. Riley Keough is just amazing in it. I think she's so good. Sam Claflin's really good too, or Claflin, I think that's his name. Um, But I wonder if that, I I wonder about it. It's like a show. I mean, I guess I could say more. I can't, I can't say too much. I really like it. Like I'm really like the fact that I'm binging it, like gobbling it up. Were you a fan Um, of the book or were you just a fan of the backstory? I'm reading the book now. I'm like almost done with the book. So I'm almost in tandem with the, with the series where I've got them caught up with each other. And, um, I, I love, I just read the, the rumors book, uh, which is, was a great prime, like kind of a, a precursor to this. Um, and I just, yeah, I love, I love, I just love it. It's really a lot of fun. And I wonder if, if, if it's not going to be an Emmy player, I definitely think it's going to be a hit. I have a theory that that and stuff like that will be popular and people will dismiss it when it comes out. And then as other stuff starts to fizzle out throughout the year, we'll go back to it. I think that and a couple other things we can talk about in a second will be like the little fires everywhere of the season. Ooh, that's interesting. Because we also have um, Tiny Beautiful Things on Hulu starring Katherine Hahn. We have The Last Thing He Told Me with Jennifer Garner on Apple. Um... And those two are based off of Heat, two very popular novels, um, same as Daisy Jones. And it's just kind of like I could see them being very popular and just attracting the most eyeballs. Clarence, have you watched any of Daisy Jones yet? Not yet, no. Okay. I can't wait for you to see it. But I'll I'll tell you more um, offline, but um, I think you'll like it. The music is great. Can you imagine what about to happen to a season where Daisy Jones versus Schmigadoon in the song category? <laughs> I kept thinking, Daisy Jones, why aren't you coming out like like right around November for those Golden Globes? <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of those Apple shows you were talking about, Jalal? I know one of them is is um, <laughs> the one that Steven Spielberg is producing. Yeah, so the couple of Apple shows is that... Um, I guess we'll go into that one first. Um, 
It's called Masters of the Air, and it's not on anyone's radar yet, so hopefully it comes out in time, but it is a um, miniseries produced by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks, um, Amblin Entertainment, directed by Carrie Fukunaga, Dee Reese, Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck, Tim Van Patten, starring Austin Butler, Callum Turner, Barry Keegan, um, and it's the, the World War II piece that I'm sure is going to be huge. Apple has spent a lot of money on it, um, and Apple will not want it to lose money. <laughs> um, and it has some of like, the best directors working in television today. It has one Oscar winner in it and an Oscar nominee. Um, and it's directed by Steven Spielberg. Or it's produced by Steven Spielberg. So I think, and Tom Hanks, who just crossed the box off at this 100 million mark with a, man, a movie no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just think that is something that will probably be huge. Um, especially with, um, I don't think a lot of the miniseries, the limited series this year are visually compelling. I think they're all more insular. Um, so I think this could stand out. And then there's also um, the last thing he told me, which I am not as familiar with, but I know it is based off of a very popular novel and stars my beloved Jennifer Garner. Um, so that could be another thing. It's also produced by um, Laura Dern and Reese Witherspoon. Mm. Um, so I don't know if any, has anyone here read the last thing he told me? Mm. It's a, I oh, recognize the book cover all the I time. Have, I have read this. And it's very pulpy. I, I didn't think it's very good, actually. Um, it, it, mm. There's a lot of buildup and very, very, very little payoff. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so they're going to have uh, to expand this. Um, what was the other one? Tiny Three Things? Well, that's not Apple. That's um, Hulu. And that Tiny Beautiful Things, Tiny based beautiful. off of another popular novel, also produced by Reese Witherspoon, and also starring Catherine Hahn. Oh, this is the show straight. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. But the other Apple show is um, Extrapolations, which I don't have a lot of faith for it to be in the Emmy race, because as um, Megan made me um, scream of laughter two weeks ago, she compared it to... Um, Oh my God, say it again. again. What did I say? I don't remember what I said. (laughs) You went roar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's an anthology show, right? Yeah. Which is a couple anthology shows in the race this year. There's extra episodic anthology, extra collations, and there's um, Cabinet of Curiosities. Wait, what did I say? I don't remember. What did I say? You compared it to roar. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, <laughs> yeah, we, just got the, we just got the screeners for this, Joey. I don't know if you saw. What? For, for which one? Extrapolations. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a press. Oh, they started rolling out press day stuff for it. So that'll come out fairly soon. There's a really hot picture of Kit Harrington in there with really nice arms. I'll be voting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
what other uh, limited series should be in contention for the rest of the year? Hmm. Is that it? We haven't talked about that big HBO one. With both big HBO ones. Well, uh, I did mention White House Plumbers. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to do well. Who wants to watch a bunch of white guys in the White House plumbing? <laughs> I know that's not what it's about. I know. So, <laughs> um, the one I'm curious about is Love and Death. Yeah. Oh, yes. But the only thing that hurts that is that we just watched Candy. Like, I wouldn't want to say that with the, um, with the belief that we watched it. I watched Candy. Melanie Linsky was nominated for Critics' Choice Award. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with Jessica Brown. You know what else was nominated for Critics' good. Choice Award? Ghost. But, <gasps> I love Did that. Did anyone show. watch Ghost? Dare Joey? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, lots of living people. We're not dead watching this show. Yeah, I wonder if uh, HBO will find a way to avoid what happened to the staircase. Because this, this could be another staircase where makes a big splash and then nobody. They, you know, the Emmys just come almost completely ignore it. Yeah. Another show. It was way too long. Um, they also, um, Amazon also has uh, the Dead Ringers reboot. I think what it's a is that? Um, Rachel Weisz coming for that Emmy. Yeah, she plays twins. Twin, twin gynecologists. Are they gynecologists like the movie? Because it's it's there was gyne- a Wikipedia is a gynecologist. Okay. It was a movie. Yeah, it was uh, Jeremy Irons. It was one of David Cronenberg's biggest first movies. Oh, um, okay. Came out in the eighties. He played uh, twin gynecologists. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about um? Doesn't Steven Soderbergh has something? Full well, circle, yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what that's about. Um, Cry in New the, York. Cry. Uh, isn't Timothy, I think it's what, Timothy Oliphant and... Uh, There's a lot of people in there, yeah. They're Danes. Um, and then, I mean, everyone wants to watch a new version of Great Expectations, right? I mean, <laughs> this one has Olivia Coleman, so yes, Joey. I mean, it's Olivia yeah. Coleman, so yes. <laughs> I actually full full disclosure. I when I get bored and I want something that I know is really funny is I watch um, compilation videos of Olivia Coleman on the Graham Norton show. <laughs> oh, did you see that one? Um, I don't think it was the Graham Norton show, but uh, Paul Rudd was on some show in the UK, and she called in and disguised her voice because apparently they've been friends for twenty years, and he didn't tell no. her. She- wow. Yeah, it was really funny. He didn't tell her sh- that uh, he was coming into town, and she kind of busts his chops on uh, on the air. It was really funny. What? That's so uh, cute. Yeah. I mean, you're uh, listening to it, though. I mean, he, she disguises her voice just a little bit, but it's it's so obvious that it's Olivia Coleman. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, you know, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I would just like to say... I am disappointed the more the time goes by that she did not get any recognition from Empire of Life this season because as many problems as I had with that movie, I do think about her performance more than a lot of other performances this year. I agree. Oh, she's fantastic in it. Oh, by the way, I, I did uh, I did watch to Leslie the other night. Uh, yeah, the other night. Um, oh. I liked it. I liked it. I think Great, she's, yeah. Yeah, I think she's really good. I did not she's expect really good. it. 
yeah, I didn't expect it to have a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, which was nice. It was it was good to sit through all that bleakness and then uh and I really like Mark Marin in it. Yeah, I thought he was really good too. It's easy to watch too. Like, I mean, it's there are parts that are hard to watch, but for the most part it's like very digestible, which is why I think I I do think a lot of people avoided till like yeah. I I did have to write uh Joey um, almost immediately halfway through it because they started to roll out the actor showcase sequences for her where it's literally like yeah. the, the dialogue is just like that scene where she stumbles into her old house and she's like, I used to put my Christmas tree there. And it was like yeah. some 1940s, you know, uh, Dallas, uh, Stella Dallas type movie. Where she's like, yes, where do you put your Christmas tree? <laughs> like, yeah. There was another one too. I don't remember what it was, but there was one toward the end. Oh yeah, I want to build a. I want. <laughs> I want to build a diner. I don't care who what happens. I, we can do it. I only have ten months or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it was. It was. I, I. I got a little giggle out of that. It was uh, not great writing, but uh, she was very good. And I think. I think. Um, aside from the fact that everybody has worked with her and everybody likes her, I think it's people's actress actresses start to realize how much heavy lifting she does in that movie and that it's only good because of her performance. And I think that's a lot of the reason why they um, support her so much. It's because the script just isn't very good. She got, she gets to do a lot of things in that movie. That was all like, she kind of gets to like, uh, it really is a really act, an actor showcase. That was all. Yeah, she does. Um, any other limited series we want to talk about before we move over to comedy series? Oh. Yeah. Remember that? All right. Um, comedy series. So obviously we have Abbott Elementary. Um, yes. Big showing yeah. at the Emmys last year for its freshman season. High hopes for its sophomore season. It's doing well at the guilds. Um, and uh, and then we've got <laughs> The Bear. Not a comedy. Sorry. But, uh, I kind of think it's funny. I like it. I think I I I yeah, think yeah. it's a comedy, and I and I like Which, it. Rattle off the comedic moments to me right now. Please. Um, uh, I have to rewatch it. It's been a while. Is it the fact the funniest thing about that show is the fact that Jeremy has the exact same face as Gene Wilder? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. that is where it's being submitted, and that is seems to be where it's sticking because it showed up at several guilds and other award shows in the comedy race. So I think we have to say that it is in comedy series for now. Um, mm -hmm. Only murders in the building. I think that's another one that is pretty much locked, unless there's only I murders think, fatigue. <laughs> yeah, I I do wonder about that, um, but it's. Seems to, I think there's a lot of love for that show, though. So it's still uh, doing. No one talks about it, but it's still doing consistently well at the um, guilds and so. So, tell me, I have I I did not like the first episode, so I haven't gotten through it. I do want to rewatch it. I do want to finish the series. Is Wednesday a thing with the Emmys? That's a good question. If Emily in Paris was a thing, anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
Um, I think as of now, if they were to vote this very minute, it's in because, but I think there's a lot of question marks coming throughout the rest of the year Mm -hmm. um, that we just have to kind of keep our eye on. So of things that have already premiered, we've got Wednesday, we've got Apple TV plus shrinking. Um, We have what we do in the shadow. Uh, yeah, what we do in the shadows, Atlanta. Um, which I do you guys think well, that that's, that's happening? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, actor for Donald Glover that's getting pretty stacked, though. So, yeah, um, we just received notification from two publicists actually today that Poker Face is a comedy series, despite uh, Gold Derby's assessment that it was a drama series, which, um. So that wasn't just Gold Derby. That was every. That was also Variety and everyone. Okay, which um, brings me back to my original assessment of the show. Anytime Natasha Leone is in it, it's got to be a comedy. <laughs> um, I don't think Dead to Me is going anywhere. Um, maybe Christina Applegate, just because of her her personal trauma. But um, the show this this third season is not good. They're good in that. But the the show itself is not good. Um, what else has premiered that we should be considering? Ghosts? Nothing. So what's coming up? What's going to fill? So we have, right now we've basically got three slots sort of guaranteed. Abbott, Only Murders, and The Bear. There's what? I'm sorry, Jerry. What did you say? Barry? Yes. Barry. Um, Maisel. When is Maisel? Uh, March, usually. Okay. And this Did is we mention Ted Lasso? Yeah, no, that's coming up for sure. That's in yeah. March. End of March? 17. Yeah. yeah. What is um, beef? That is when I would be curious to know if it is actually a comedy series or if it is a limited series it is an a24 produced show on that's going to be on netflix that i almost worked on that is about Mm. two people who um get into a road rage incident between each other and then their lives are consumed by this road rage incident and they they become obsessed with each other and it's steven yoon and uh, um was that the always be my baby i want ellie Ali Wong. That sounds interesting. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be a limited series. I thought when they like pitched it a long time ago. So it'll be interesting to see where that mm-hmm. goes. Um, so, yeah, I think everyone should keep an eye on it. I don't know if it will be the Emmy's cup of tea. I mean, Stephen Yoon should always keep an eye on him. Um. But yeah, that'll be a big, interesting thing to see come out. Um, there's also the great season coming soon. There's also when does that come back? Um, April tomorrow. We don't have the screeners for it. Which one? The great. Oh. 
but they just wrapped production on December the 5th. Can they finish it that fast? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Took them forever. Jesus Christ. Um, I feel like they cranked out season two pretty quickly. Yeah. Also, hacks should be coming. I know they. I noticed Gold Derby, and I noticed Variety took hacks out of their predictions. But I know that they wrapped shooting earlier this year, and it's the same production schedule as last year. They wrapped. I mean, they shot. They wrapped production on hacks left for season two in March, and they were able to release it in May. So hmm. I wouldn't count out hacks yet. Do you think they're holding it for whatever reason? I do wonder, um, I wonder if this is a good time to talk about this. I do wonder if things are going to start being held throughout the year because there is rumors of a writer's strike. And I wonder if they're going to start panicking about having staff throughout the year and might start holding on to stuff mm. to release yeah. out the summer and fall. Yeah, that would make sense. Because as of now, we have four shows to keep us tidy through the end of ME season, through the spring. We have Ted Lasso, we have Yellow Jackets, we have succession i don't need anything else and don't forget nobody's going to watch the oscars because everybody's going to be watching uh the season finale of the last of us which we'll talk oh, about gosh. Well, everyone's going to be watching the oscars because they want to be watching angela bassett do her thing yeah oh god please <laughs> let's let's let that one die um never i want a t-shirt <laughs> Um, so we've got Abbott Elementary, we've got the Bear, we've got Only Murders, and then it's likely Ted Lasso, Barry, Maisel, and fills six more, uh, six slots, and then that leaves two. What We Do in the Shadows was nominated last time it aired, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's still high quality. <laughs> I mean, I always watch it, but how do you feel about this season, Megan? I haven't watched What We Do in the Shadows in a little bit, but I think it's like a cute show that like, I think most people, it's just like something you can jump in and out of. Yeah. For the most part. That was a little odd. I was at the airport like two months ago and this teenage girl went up to Wes's face and was sob crying because she got to meet him. And I was like, this is embarrassing. So like, (laughs) it does have a sound. Um, But like, I don't know. It's good. still. Well, not that this necessarily matters, but the um, Rotten Tomatoes score for season four is 100. Audience score is 87. All those okay. critics on Rotten Tomatoes sort of trust. Yeah, well, it's it's 29 scores. So, um, I don't know. I still think Have we talked about shrinking. Uh, I mentioned oh, it what? briefly, but what show? Shrinking. Yeah. What do we think about Shrink? Has anybody seen it of the four of us? I've seen most no. of it. How is Life it? Is too short. Um, I like it. I would probably like it more if I was like really high. Um, I it's like really mellow. I don't see the only performance I could probably see. It getting in. I actually think Jason Siegel's 
really good in it, but I think the only thing that would probably get in is maybe Harrison Ford, just because he's literally just like, <laughs> it literally feels like the camera's just like, say something grumpy. And then they like cut away from him. I don't know. Um, or just like, you know, Harrison Ford's on television. I don't know. Um, I like it, but I can see how some people could um, think it's a little twee. But I think there's actually something very sad about that show. I mean, it's about a man who's trying to, you know, reconnect with his daughter after going off the deep end after his wife is killed in a drunk driving accident. So I don't know. I think it's maybe yeah. laugh riot. Okay, which one is this again? <laughs> wow. I thought it was maybe some sort of uh like uh downsizing show where we get to see a little Jason Siegel or something. I didn't realize I'm forgetting Sarah Marshall. I didn't realize that's what it was about. <laughs> I mean like Jessica Williams is in it. I really like her. Heidi Yeah, I like her too. Heidi Gardner's in it. Uh oh I love her. She um Ted McGinley from Married with Children is in it. Oh, I love him. He's married to um, Kristen Miller. So, like, the whole show is he's trying to, Jason Siegel's trying to pick himself back up, and his teenage daughter hates him because she felt like, you know, he left him during, you know, their grieving process. And now his neighbor, Kristen Miller, and Ted McGinley, mainly her, she's sort of been like, become like almost like a foster parent to her and he's he's just sort of like trying to gain control and he's also a therapist so he's trying to like you know guide people while his life is in shambles so it's like one of those it's it's sort of like it gives me a little bit of um you know garden state but not insufferable it's of nothing it (laughs) sounds tonally like the shrink next door from last year yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I think um, I could see how some people could be like, it's a comedy, and the other people be like, I saw an island drama. Like, I could see, you know, arguments that nobody really cares about happening over and over and over and over. It's more of a comedy than the bear is a comedy. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll, I'll have to look at that one. Um, I don't know that the Harrison Ford thing, because he's got two shows this year, I don't know that that's, you know, as big of a deal that he's on TV because he also has yeah. 1923. Like, he's clearly just trying to work. I know, like, I know that Harrison Ford has had a personality of being, like, no-nonsense, you know? He's like, I don't know. But I just want him to have a part where everyone's go-to reaction is not like, ah, and an old kook who doesn't take any guff. Like, I'm just like, can you, like, he's still, like, you know, a handsome dude. Like, I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal that it is on television. I'd much rather have Calista Flockhart come back. Like, <laughs> I love that. But, like, they don't, we also know that Emmy voters don't really care when movie stars come to TV. Like, they notoriously don't nominate Winona Ryder, then notoriously don't nominate Christian Slater. Like, I don't, know if Harrison Ford doing this like, means yeah. something to them. Unless the show overall Harrison, is huge. I guess Harrison Ford getting nominated would make it much more of a Golden Globe thing. Right. Um, there is one show I would love to mention because it seems that um, 
we were the only ones that watched it when it came out. And it was my favorite show a year ago. And now it seems to be creeping up in the nominate predictions that some people are having. Um, and it's getting a little bit of like critic stuff at the end of the year. And I cannot wait for season two of somebody somewhere. <laughs> I love it so much. And I would love for it to become a bigger hit in season two and to um, have at least um, what's her face. Oh my God, I'm forgetting her yeah, name. Bridget Everett be part of the conversation. And in my dream world, I would love to see the show get in. Um, Such a good show. Fuck, I love the show so much. I That's going to be like that show that um, when season two comes out, because the first one was such a critical hit, and the, the fans of that show are very loyal and very passionate about it. So that does give me hope for maybe a Bridget Everett sort of campaign, but that's the show that when people see stuff for season two, they're going to realize it was a season one and they're going to be really, they haven't heard of this show. Shut the fuck up. Well, we had to go through for seven years to see where star. Yeah. Or Shits Creek. I love it's on Netflix. Ah. (laughs) Um, Let's quickly move to drama series, which wait real quick. There was just two, comedies that I think we should keep an eye on that I'll just mention really quickly. Um, there's Unprison that's coming to Hulu, and I don't know how good it's going to be, but it's a, about um, Carrie Washington, who's living this life, and then her father gets out of prison. Oh, yeah. starts, and her father is Delroy Lindo. So I think that is something we should probably keep an eye on, especially since besides Apple Elementary and maybe Beef, this is going to be a very white comedy lineup. Um, and then the other show that I'm really excited for coming to Apple um, just based off of premise alone, um, it's called High Desert, and it is um, a show from Jay Roach starring Patty Arquette. Ooh. Um, about, let's see, the series follows Peggy, an addict who decides to make a new start at life after the death of her beloved mother with whom she's lived in the small <gasps> desert town of Yucca Valley, California. She makes a life-changing dis- decision to become a private investigator. Um, and... I would follow Patty to the ends of the earth. Um, and, and Jay Roach is directing it. Um, and I just, I am excited. Um, I hope that it comes out in time. Um, it has, um, Matt Dillon and it has Rupert friend and it has Brad Garrett and it, um, it has Baruche Opaya in it. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Who, um, was the best friend and I may destroy you. And she unfortunately was the one person in that trio to not get an Emmy nomination. Uh, um, even though she totally deserved it. And I'm excited to see what she does next. So hopefully that comes out in time and that it's good. All right. Um, you guys ready to segue over to drama? Yeah. So there are eight shows that have premiered that, that, in a in in a one of the multiverses could theoretically fill all eight slots. Now we know that's not very likely because Succession is coming up, and Succession will most definitely be nominated. But we have the newly drama series, newly minted drama series, The White Lotus. We have The Last of Us. We have The House of the Dragon. We have Netflix's The Crown. We have Better Call Saul for a handful of episodes that we're sort of falling into this year. Um, we have. <coughs> Andor, we have The Handmaid's Tale, which I think is it's shocking yeah. to see it go through the Guild season and not get any nominations. 
Um, and we have The Boys, which was um, Emmy nominated for its second season. Um, I think those, The Boys and Handmaid's Tale, I don't think are getting in unless they just Prof. name check. Clarence, them. you're forgetting The Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, yeah. I said, I said, no, no, I said, I said, that <laughs> he, he said, no, <laughs> and I said, no, um, I personally don't think there's any chance that the Lord of the Rings gets into drama series. I think there's a better chance that P Valley gets in. I don't know. Where do we stand on Yellowstone now that, you know, Kevin Costner, who won a Golden Globe when he was sheltering in place during the floods. Um, and now he's ruining the show for everybody. So Yeah, he's being pissy, and now they're um, canceling it. Wait, he's what's he doing? He's upset about something? He doesn't want to, <laughs> he doesn't want to film a certain number of, for, uh, for a certain number of hours. And so oh. he's offered some solutions. This was an article that was either in Variety or, or Deadline. He's offered some solutions. Um, the producing team does not like the solutions. So they are ending the show early with the upcoming summer season. And then they are supposed to move to another show that is headlined by Matthew McConaughey. What? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, oh. just on vulture yeah um, now they're saying it, it's all a lot oh wow well if it didn't get in last year i don't think it's getting in this year but yeah but it's america's show but it also, also competes against well, american <laughs> so was usa's suits nobody nominated that show <laughs> but i think what clarence just said is a very good point because 1923, 1917, um, Tim Mirren's show is out. And honestly, around Los Angeles, I see a lot more billboards for that show than I do Yellowstone. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Of things that have shown up, I don't think it gets into drama series, but I, I think there may be some kind of Emmy buzz around it. It's uh, Bad Sisters, the Sharon Horgan show. Yeah. I think that at least a writing nomination. Yeah. Um, she's been nominated before. I love her so much. Um, I don't know. She, the, they like her, right? Didn't she get a writing nomination before? She got one for the first season of with Rob Delaney. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, maybe it's just on my feed, but I feel like I've noticed a lot of people not discovering that show, but a lot of people are like, have you heard of the show about Bad Sisters? But um, I don't know. I feel like that's a show that I continually see people saying that they're just finding it and they're watching it. So I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely like, not falling away. Yeah, yeah. But um, coming up, I mean, we've got Succession. We've got Yellow Jackets, previous nominees. We also have a previous nominee, uh, The Mandalorian season three, um, that's coming out in like two weeks, and I feel like nobody's talking about it. So I feel like we all just know what to expect, and we're just waiting for our beloved Baby Yoda to come back. Yes. Every time I see Baby Yoda anything, I think of Jalal. <laughs> I know, me too. But I will um, I? double down on Lord of the Rings does not belong in that category. 
So just my personal opinion. You guys can feel free to disagree with me. What do you have against elves, Clarence? <laughs> it's those inclusive sure. elves that just drive me insane. <laughs> <laughs> and you're canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am kidding. They were inclusive <laughs> trolls, I think, or something like that. I don't know. I just... <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Game of Thrones is any... I mean, I guess... I don't know. Every time I just get to the Lord of the Rings or the Tolkien universe, my eyes just glaze over. Like, I just... I just can't. I just can't with it. Sorry. Just me. Although none of you have watched it, so... I might be in good company. Absolutely not. I don't know Um, anyone who's watched it. Outside of Yellow Jackets, Succession, and Mandalorian, are there any other drama series that are coming out this year? Is there something that is going to drop in April, like in the old uh, um, Westworld slot? Uh, there's R. something R. on here. Are, really? Do we want it to rest? Yeah, dance on the grave. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something new in the gold derby charts that i've never heard of before and i just googled it um it's a new apple show starring called sugar starring colin farrell playing a detective and maybe if it's good and colin farrell is we all love him maybe he gets in there because like it is really bleak the next couple months for drama series and this stars like colin farrell kirby howell baptiste amy ryan and it's described as an upcoming television. No, 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 we don't care about that. The plot is still under wraps. The only thing it's known is that's known is that it will be a genre-bending contemporary take on a private detective story set in Los Angeles. Hmm. Um, Anna Gunn will be in it, James Cromwell. It's a pretty stacked cast. Um it sounds good, but it sounds like something like we just talked about. It sounds like something that maybe should entertain holding. Because, you know, I'd, I'd hate to see a show like that with that kind of cast get buried at the end of the Emmy season when you've got so many things that have been talked about for so long. You know, Emmys generally, yeah. they don't like to, they don't really pay attention to things that, that premiere in the end of the Emmy season that much when they have so much already out there. Well, I mean, I could see stuff falling out, though. And if something really hits bit, hits it big at the end, I could see something like I'm not saying it well, but Better Call Saul could fall out. Like The Last of Us feels like something that is really popular in the moment, but who knows if it will stay on the minds of voters in five months. Um, well, when every episode is the most emotional hour of television that has ever been created, <laughs> it's hard to ignore it. <laughs> what is the idol? Um, it's oh, that's that show. one with. Uh, it's the weekend and. Um, uh, oh yeah, Lily Rose. Been, uh, yeah, it was supposed the to come out. Guys, other show. Clarence, yeah. watch the trailer right now, and, it, and you'll know it's not getting into the Emmys. <laughs> it was supposed to come out last year. Like I don't know what happened. It's been delayed for like a year and a half. Yeah, and then um, last I read is that it's coming out in June. So I don't know if they bumped it up, mm. but it will not be an Emmy contender. Okay. It looks good. It looks like it's going to be my favorite show of the year, but it looks like something Sean Baker would turn into a movie. 
Dan Levy's in it in a cameo. Jane Adams. Oh. It feels yeah. like um, the Neon Demon turned into a show almost. Oh, like, God. Oh, Aesthetic wise. Oh, I remember that movie. For some reason, I thought about that um, Natalie Portman show where she was a singer. I mean, movie. Oh, Fox Lux. Yes, Fox Lux. God, what a Christ. What the most awful fucking movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Awful. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, again, it's a pretty stacked drama year. I can't wait for Yellow Jacket. So I know. Oh, my God. This is about to be a Yellow Jackets podcast. Yes, yes. I'm surprisingly, and they're premiering the same night, which is why I'm bringing it up, because they have nothing in common. But I am more excited for Yellow Jackets than I am Succession. I would agree. I would agree, too, because you kind of know what to expect from Succession. I have no idea what to expect from season two of Yellow Jackets. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. What did you say, Joey? Violence. Yes, violence. Baby. <laughs> maybe some some baby eating. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not going to happen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Megan's like, <laughs> I'm in the writer's room. No, I've just read enough articles and enough like interviews with them that they're like, we're not doing that. Because <laughs> people in the message boards are always talking about like, oh, you know that they're going to eat the baby. It's like, no. <laughs> asshole <laughs> but okay over under let's make our wages will anything top the moment of christina ricci bursting in the room and doing all the coke so that uh, Julia really <laughs> i don't know if anything will stop top juliette lewis saying um uh, misty you crazy bitch <laughs> that's my favorite part. i need to rewatch that season yeah. I know. I've been waiting. I've been like waiting until the right time, and I think we're just about there. How's your um, Yellow Jackets fan fiction coming, Megan? Mine? <laughs> I know because it. I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Um, so, you know, just last question I want to ask. Let's go around. Who do you think wins at this point, even, you know, considering what's premiered and what is yet to premiere, who wins drama, comedy, and limited series? Oh, so it's Succession. It's Abbott Elementary. And it's, um, at this point, until we know for sure what's coming out and what's not coming out, probably Monster. Joey? That's the one I'm least confident about. Right. Uh, Abbott Elementary. Um, I'll throw a wrench in there and say White Lotus. Um, and then Limited Series. Oh, man, that is tough. Um, I guess Limited Series. I guess I'll just say Blackbird because I have no idea what's going to happen. There's like 80,000 more shows going to come out. Megan, what do you think? Uh, wait, are you asking me? Yes. Um, I'll say 
Ted Lasso comedy, White Lotus drama, and limited series. Uh, I really don't know. I guess Dahmer right now. I don't know. If I had to pick right now, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say, just to be different, White House Plumbers. Um, I also think Lasso and Succession. Although that that second season of White Lotus, it's right. funny. It like blew up. Yeah, it's huge, and it could. It's funny because with you know, Jalal and I, you were Jalal, you and I were talking about this. You know, some some uh, people are starting to sort of only say that this is a Jennifer Coolidge and a um, with a with a maybe a dash of Megan Fay in there uh, and a um, F Murray Abraham cast nominees uh as cast nom- as emmy nominees from the cast but uh I, joel you said this and i totally agree it's, it's hard to imagine the television academy going from nominating every single person in the white lotus season one to only two or three even though it switches mm-hmm. to drama considering how much people love the second season but we'll find I, mean, I think of the second season I mean, I guess the best example of a limited, a, a beloved limited series transferring to drama series is Big Little Lies, right? And I what? think people. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, I think maybe you know, White Lotus was season two was probably way more well received by audiences than Big Little Lies was, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I still think it like White Lotus still gets like gets in for like you know um, some crafts costumes you know stuff like that. Oh, uh, it is going to win those music categories again. Yeah, you know what the hottest song of all time is? Is that fucking theme song? That theme song came on at the bar the other day. <laughs> I have been to multiple bars where there have been no one dancing, and I have forced the bartender to play that song, and people started. Screaming and dancing. I was at like a there's a bar that we go to all the time. It's like a bear bar, and it, it was like Saturday night. It was harness night, and just a bunch <laughs> of like hot, hot dudes walking around in harnesses, and we were standing there just talking, having drinks with friends. And I was like, "Is that is that the White Lotus theme song?" And I turned around, and like the area where we were outside on the patio, like everyone was gone because the dance floor was going crazy. I'm not kidding. Like it was so insane. <laughs> there you it's go. So I, uh, oh my god, I love. <laughs> I definitely think that White Lotus season two is far better received than Big Little Lies season two. I think the better comparison is perhaps Downton Abbey, uh, which okay. was originally a limited series, moved to drama series, and and kind of exploded there. Jennifer Coolidge is our Maggie Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Let's move to the flash forward quickly uh, to the media we're most anticipating in the coming week. And uh, Megan, why don't you go first? Um, I'm looking forward to finishing um, Daisy Jones and the Sixth, the book, hopefully, and the uh, series uh, for screeners. Um, I would like to do a Yellow Jackets rewatch. 
Um, what else is going on? Um, uh, I'm into Nancy Grace's podcast because she's covering the Alex Murdaugh trial, which is mm. fascinating. Which um, one is that one again? Uh, he's the one who allegedly shot his son and wife, among other people. In South it's, Carolina? It's a wild story. Yeah, yes, yes. I wondered, Clarence, if you, I mean, I know you're in North Carolina, but I know you knew stuff about the staircase, so I didn't know if people, like, talked about that case down there. I mean, it's just a big case, but, um, but yeah, I've been listening to that, um, and that's probably about it. Very good. Joey? Uh, I want to finish shrinking. I am about halfway through the new season of Schmigadoon. It's only six episodes. Um, I am a bigger fan of 1970s musicals than I am of musicals from the 1940s and 50s, so I love season two a lot. Jane Krakowski, um, I love you so much. Um, and then I've randomly gotten into this cooking show called Next Level Chef. Don't know why I keep binging it. And then um, I am reading a book that I love so far called uh, Just By Looking at Him by Ryan O'Connell. I love him. I think <laughs> it is a book that if you like Ryan O'Connell and you like, I can hear his voice speaking and narrating this book so much, but um, it, it's really, really good. I think a lot. Um, Jalal, what are you looking forward to? Um, nothing. I'm going to a wedding this week. I'm flying tomorrow to Portland for a wedding. So, uh, so I'm not really going to have time to consume anything. I'm looking forward to the open bar. Um, <laughs> I, so uh, last weekend I went to see a movie. I'll just say, um, I'll say what I'm still thinking about instead. Um, last weekend I went to go see Evan Age, which is this little queer uh, Australian film that's in theaters, and it wrecked me. Um, it's really so sweet. It's so good. Devastating. Um, Devastating movie. Yeah. And it's not like sad in terms of, it's not like watching that damn fag zombie movie show. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's just about first love and the way it kind of affects you. And it's like very well written and it's very quick. Um, and it's very good. And I think it's, I enjoyed it more than most movies I saw last year. Um, and I hope people go to see it and I hope it's remembered throughout the year. Um, and the woman in it, um, the young woman looks exactly like um, Julia Garner, but with a less annoying voice. So there you go. I need to call you maybe tomorrow and talk to you about that movie because I really, really. Yeah, you should. Just call me before 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Pacific. Oh, I remembered something else I wanted to do. I'm really excited for Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah. This week already? Yes. Yeah. I'm looking, actually Googling Cocaine Bear doll. Joey, I was going to get you one if they had one. Just just get a bear and you cover it in white powder. (laughs) That's what I was thinking about, actually. Is it? Have the reviews come out yet? No, not yet. It's screening right no. now. I just saw somebody say, I'm at the world premiere of Cocaine Bear, so we'll probably have reviews by the end of the night. Hot takes. Cocaine Bear 2023. Yeah, no, that was... Um, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go see it. I, I don't know. 
um, it has a very snakes on the plane vibe. Um, hey, Clarence, you just yeah. mentioned an American classic, so I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> um, apparently, Jazz has seen uh, Cocaine Bear twice now. So, wow, how does that little bitch have the time? <laughs> she doesn't sleep. <laughs> She is on the go at all she times. Is she definitely is definitely on the go. Um, I also want to watch Boston Strangler. Um, I have seen a, I had a screener for Emily, which is a movie coming up uh. about um, uh, Emily Bronte, uh, which has spurred me to want to read Wuthering Heights um, because I feel like if I had read Wuthering Heights, the movie might have. Uh, it Didn't she just win the bounty for it? Yeah. yeah. Well, no. she won the bathroom for like newcomer or whatever. Um, That's the only thing she had this year. Yeah. And she's very good in it. Um, I just, oh, she's phenomenal. Know, I, she's, I mean, an amazing actress on sex education. Yeah. I just have never read Wuthering Heights. So the, uh, her performance is fantastic. See the movie for her performance. If you have read Wuthering Heights, perhaps she will find more meaning in the film. But um, it's a little bit challenging to watch a movie about the making of a book that you haven't read. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I did start Wuthering Heights today. But then while I was at work and bored and scrolling on my phone, I saw that a new book came out today called Oscar Wars by Michael Shulman. Um, and I immediately downloaded. Yes, that I wanted to get Joey that for Joey. You're not getting you haven't gotten that yet, have you? I may have picked it up my local bookstore today okay then i will not be getting you that cocaine bear it is <laughs> <laughs> um but it's uh i've i started it today and and sort of burned to about an hour of it and um, it's uh it's really good it's good um tv wise i've got narrates the audiobook i don't know i don't have it with me but no one no one i knew no one i don't know just a standard audio book narrator um I wish it were somebody like uh, who needs an EGOT, <laughs> you know, somebody like uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close, yeah. Well, she needs an Oscar. Um, but anyway, uh, TV wise, uh, screeners, yes, of course. But um, also, there is uh, so tomorrow uh, or today, as people are listening to this podcast, is my daughter's fifteenth birthday. Aww. Happy birthday, Ava! And happy uh, birthday, Ava! We are doing a girls' party. I, I, I'm taking them to a restaurant that she has selected. This is likely to be a disaster because this restaurant doesn't have a working phone number. It apparently is still open, but we cannot confirm that. Um, so, but anyway, it's it's the restaurant is called Wonderland, and it's apparently like a big thing in downtown Raleigh. So we're going to go there. Um, but when we get back, there will be a live streaming concert by the weekend on HBO Max. Uh, I think we will be all watching that. So here we go. Does that cover it? Yeah. All right, let's get the hell out of here. So we are the three M's contributors, Joey Moser, Megan McLaughlin, and me, Clarence Moy, plus Jalal Haddad, thanking you for joining us, asking you to remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us, and wishing you a very pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>